And I'll tell you guys since we're since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to the Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 47. In this episode, we are covering chapters 26 and 27 from the book Crooked Kingdom. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi sabayanyi, casters! Hello! Woohoo! It is us. We are here. <laughs> I should have said, and I'm Nina. Yeah. Is what I should have said in the beginning. Well, it is us. It's it Eric. is us. Yay! Yay! So we've got, before we get to all this shenanigans, <laughs> um, let's do some listener city shout outs. Alrighty. First Mm-mm. off, we've got Moscow, Russia. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we've got Cumbran, London. And Virginia Beach, Virginia. Thank you all so much. Thank you. I did see that we were charting really well in Russia. So that was appropriate to say thank you. Yes, that's amazing. It is. It's awesome. We're charting like really high and like for books. So, Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us. And for those of you that get the wonderful experience of watching us. And if you haven't, go on to YouTube. At GrishaCast. At GrishaCast, exactly. We have dedicated ourselves to every single episode in October doing cosplay. Yes. And we have done our own for the very first October 1st, 2nd. What are we at? Today's the first. Today's right? the first. Yes. It's October We're recording first. on the first. You'll see yeah, it on that's the right. second. Sorry. So, but it's our first episode and we are both dressed up and girl, it is hot. It is. We're a little sweaty. But we look phenomenal we do you should definitely go check us out on youtube exactly so um anyways how was um how was your week (laughs) i don't even know anymore like i don't know how to answer that every week now because literally it's just the same thing over and over and over again and then i never know what day it is and i only know it's thursdays and that is it (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what we say every single time yes i don't even know what else to say it's just um you know things get more difficult and you just keep plugging along and what else are you gonna do i know all i can think about is just the last hour of me getting ready so that's <laughs> all that's in my head i can't even i can't even think about anything else that happened this week i don't know what happened this week. i had to drive with like the crazy makeup on and mm. um the kids really wanted some taco bell so we stopped at taco bell and i was like girl is going to look at me like i am crazy and the boys were like, what are you going to say? And I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, pre- I'm going to pretend like this is my everyday makeup. I hope you like it. Exactly. And she never said anything. And she didn't look at me weird. And then I kind of was disappointed. Oh, <laughs> well, you look gorgeous. Thanks. Because then I was like, well, maybe it's not crazy enough. So <laughs> I think it looks amazing. <laughs> Thanks. I think you look fantastic. I just love the whole get up. <laughs> and yeah, so. Real quickly, for those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. Your tips will help us to continue to bring uh, you the Grisha Cast. You can Venmo a tip at B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Or cash app Dollasan B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Dollar bills. That's all I think about every single time. I know, every time. That's why I say it that way. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I feel like I am about to sweat (laughs) off. My entire you guys have to come <laughs> see what Eric is dressed like. I mean, it's spectacular. You just can't miss it. Well, you look phenomenal. So we both look great. We do. 
But, and we uh, should do this professionally for a living. Oh, yeah. Whew. <laughs> Girl, I give it up to those drag queens out there because this this is hot. Like, <laughs> you don't even have all the layers on. <laughs> I know. And they're dancing and uh-huh. lip syncing. And I'm sitting. Yeah. And I'm schwitzing. 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 <laughs> but I do have a cape on. That does you make do. it a little bit more And hot. wigs. Wigs for days. Wigs um, are hot. They are. They're they're the little sweaty. They're sweaty. Little sweaty. So, um, anyway, since we covered our week, we might as well just go right on into <laughs> our chapters. Do it. So, chapter twenty six is Kaz, which actually was a really great chapter. It had a lot of information in it, and we've got a really good scene in here. Just letting you guys know. It's um, a good scene. It is happens to be a scene that Lee said was actually the one of the hardest ones she had to write. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a longer scene because we had to put the entire thing in there because yes. I couldn't like, you know, just cut. It was so hard. I was sitting there trying to figure out like how to make it shorter. And I was just like, you know what? There's no way to do this. Right. So we're just going to give you an amazing scene because we're we're Emmy nominated here mm-hmm. and for our acting abilities anyways. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start off actually... From the book in a quote, um, Cass sat in that chair from what felt like hours, answering their questions, letting the pieces of the plan shift into place. He saw the scheme's final final shape in his mind, the steps it would take to get them there, the infinite ways they might falter or be found out. It was a mad, spiky monster of a plan, and that was what it had to be for them to succeed. Johannes Retveld, he told a kind of truth. Johannes Retfeld had never existed. Kaz had used Jordy's middle name and their shared family name to create the farmer's identity years ago. End quote. Yeah, I totally should have said something last week. <laughs> Girl, where did you get that waffle? What? I just look up. And my girl is just sitting here eating a waffle. Yeah, I totally sort of said something <laughs> last week when I said the name Wrightfeld. I should have said, you know, like his old last name. But I didn't. And then I felt bad because I felt like I should have. Oh, we got the stunts and the gigs up in here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I gotta have my waffles. You do. Oh, it looks so yummy. It's keto. Is it really? It is. It doesn't look keto. It's keto. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that made out of? Um, egg and cheese. Oh, <laughs> yum! And um, coconut flour. Oh my god, that looks amazing. Three ingredients. Wow! But well, we're gonna pretend like it's a real waffle. Girl, it is a real waffle. <laughs> I looked up from my computer screen and I just was like, my girl is eating a waffle. No, you're up. gonna enjoy watching it back because I the, literally the second you started talking, I've just been like, <laughs> <laughs> get out those munchies, kids. It's well, I mean, Nina and... Waffles, waffles of course, so. exactly. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, um, back to reality. Um, am I saying his name right, Johannes? I didn't listen to this on the audiobook, actually. I think so. so. Isn't there a thing in the back of the book anyway? Anyway, I would say Johannes. Okay. So, Johannes was, uh, was real on paper, but not obviously a real person. And that's all that really mattered. And Kaz um, was going to have Colm play him. And he was pretty much realized he was going to play him perfectly well. So first he needed to find a Nej, and he found her cleaning up her wounds in the bathroom. She could help him. Um, he needed her to help her, to help him navigate how to get to the slate. Slat. Sorry. 
Um, and he needed to do, do it like very carefully because he couldn't do it like just walking through the streets. So he needed a little help from her because she's, you know, always jumping from buildings and climbing. So anyways, he asks her for her help. They look over this map and devise a pretty good plan for him to make it safely. Um, then once he's satisfied with his route, he hands Inej a piece of paper And what is that piece of paper? It is actually her contract. And he explains that he does not want her to be owned by anyone anymore. Not per Haskell, not him, not anyone. And that's such a sweet moment because it's just, it's very endearing. And Kaz to just do this, it's, I don't know. it's, It's really sweet. He did a nice thing. He did. And it's all like, it's just we know that he likes Inej. She just doesn't know how to show it. And mm-hmm. like it's just and Inej was like speechless. She um she says she has no words to thank him. Um and it was just a really sweet scene. Here's another quote. If I end up on the gallows, you can say something nice over the corpse, he said. Wait until six bells. If I'm not back, try to get everyone out of the city. Kaz, there's a discolored brick in the wall behind the crow club. Behind it, you'll find 20,000 Krug. It's not much, but it should be enough to bribe a few Stodwatch grunts. He knew their chances would be slim and that it was his fault. You'd have a better shot on your own, even better if you left now. Inej narrowed her eyes. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. These are my friends. I'm not going anywhere. End quote. So, yet another little nod to Kaz really worrying about Inej and also worrying about his plan. Because his plan seems to, like, the one he's come up with obviously probably has a lot of holes in it. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't think I've ever seen him, like, this worried, to be honest. Like, at least, not. it wasn't, he He didn't seem this worried, at least in Six of Crows, when they had their plan. I mean, that was a very well thought out plan. This plan had to, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, everything's kind of just, like, gone to heck. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, so he's laying his groundwork just in case he really does die and he wants to make sure that Inej is set up, which is sweet. Um, He does end up asking her about Dunyasha and she tells him how she thinks that Dunyasha could possibly be her shadow and the the Suli believe that when they do something wrong that they're giving strength to their shadows, which is kind of cool. I really thought that was kind of a really neat thought. Um, just like when you do something bad, you know, just like your shadow gets bigger and bigger and it gets stronger and it kind of can come and whoop your butt. Kind of like your evil twin. Exactly. Yeah. So Inej then asks him what will happen if this all goes as planned. And he says he plans on pretty much wrecking havoc until he cannot anymore. <laughs> So, um, cause she plans on getting a ship and sailing off and Kaz plans on just reckoning and havocing. He can't go anywhere. No. Cause this is his study. Well, he, yeah, he doesn't, he just, I guess he just doesn't have any other dreams besides that. He just continued to grow the dregs, lead, <laughs> I don't know, but we'll find out. So they discuss for a while. Um, and Kaz tries to help her with her bandages, and that is where we begin our scene. And also, this is also the end of the chapter. Um, so, before we start, a special thank you for the beautiful, wonderful background music created by Kendra Dante and produced by Year 26. I, Eric slash Alina, <laughs> will be playing Inej, and then Terry 
slash Nina will be playing Kaz show. It might be confusing, I guess, if you're it watching us on screen <laughs> because I do look like Alina. Mm-hmm. I look like a sun summoner. But anyways, um, let's try this. I My goal is to have this headdress stay on my head for the entire it's episode. It's going to. It is. Let's just not do any sharp turns. <laughs> okay. So you Let ready, girl? Let me get the waffle out of my teeth. Ooh. Okay. Sounds yummy. Okay. in my cleavage. <laughs> okay. Curtain up. <laughs> he pressed two fingers together. He slid them beneath the bandage. Everything in him recoiled. The water was cold against his legs. His body had gone numb, and yet he could still feel the wet give of his brother's rotting flesh beneath his hands. It's shame that eats men whole. He was drowning in it, drowning in the Ketterdam Harbor. His eyes blurred. It isn't easy for me either, her voice low and steady, the voice that had once led him back from hell. Even now, a boy will smile at me on the street, or Jesper will put his arm around my waist, and I I feel like I'm going to vanish. The room tilted. He clung to the tether of her voice. I live in fear that I'll see one of her, one of my my clients on the streets. For a long time, I thought I recognized them everywhere, but sometimes I think what they did to me wasn't the worst of it. Kaz's vision came back into focus. The water receded. He was standing in the hotel bathroom. His fingers were pressed against Inez's shoulder. He could feel the fine muscles beneath her skin. A pulse beat furiously at her throat in the soft hollow just beneath her jaw. He realized she had closed her eyes. Her lashes were black against her cheek. As if in response to his shaking, she had gone even more still. He should say something, but his mouth could not make words. Tanta Helene wasn't always cruel, Inej continued. She'd hug you, hold you close, then pinch you so hard she broke skin. You never knew if a kiss was coming or a slap. One day you were her best friend, and the next day she'd bring you to her office and tell you she was selling you to a group of men she'd met on the street. She'd make you beg her to keep you. Inej released a soft sound that was almost a laugh. The first time Nina hugged me, I flinched. Her eyes opened. She met his gaze. He could hear the drip of the faucet, see the curl of her braid over her shoulder where it had slipped free of its coil. Go on, she said quietly, as if she was asking him to continue a story. He wasn't sure he could, but if she could speak those words into the echo of this room, he could damn well try. Carefully, he raised the shears. He lifted the bandage, creating a gap, feeling regret and release as he broke contact with her skin. He sliced through the bandage. He could feel the warmth of her on his fingers like fever. The ruined bandage fell away. He took up another long strip of towel in his right hand. He had to lean in to loop it behind her. He was so close now. His eye, his mind took in the shell of her ear, the hair tucked behind it, that rapid pulse fluttering in her throat. Alive. 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 It wasn't easy for me either. He looped the bandage around again. The barest touches. Unavoidable. Shoulder. Clavicle. Once her knee. The water rose around him. He secured the knot. Step back. He did not step back. He stood there, hearing his own breath. Hers. The rhythm of them alone in his room. The sickness was there. The need to run. The need for something else, too. 
Kaz thought he knew the language of pain intimately, but this ache was new. It hurt to stand here like this, so close to the circle of her arms. It isn't easy for me either. After all she'd endured, he was the weak one. But she would never know what it was like for him to see Nina pull her close, watch Jesper loop his arms around her, what it was to stand in doorways and against walls and know he could never draw nearer. But I'm here now, he thought wildly. He had carried her, fought beside her, spent whole nights next to her, both of them on their bellies peering through a long glass, watching some warehouse or emerge his mansion. This was nothing like that. He was sick and frightened, his body sick with sweat, but he was here. He watched that pulse, the evidence of her heart, matching his own beat for anxious beat. He saw the damp curve of her neck, the gleam of her brown skin. He wanted to... He wanted. Before he even knew what he intended, he lowered his head. She drew in a sharp breath. His lips hovered just above the warm juncture between her shoulder and the column of her neck. He waited. Tell me to stop. Push me away. She exhaled. Go on, she repeated. Finish the story. The barest movement and his lips brushed her skin. Warm, smooth, beaded with moisture. Desire coursed through him. A thousand images he'd hoarded barely let himself imagine. The fall of her dark hair freed from its braid. His hand lifted to the lathe curve of her waist. Her lips parted, whispering his name. All of it there and then gone. He was drowning in the harbor. Her limbs were a corpse's limbs. Her eyes were dead and staring. Disgust and longing roiled in his gut. He lurched backwards and pain shot through his bad leg. His mouth was on fire. The room swayed. He braced himself against the wall, trying to breathe. Anaj was on her feet, moving toward him, her face concerned. He held up a hand to stop her. Don't. She stood in the center of the tile floor, framed by white and gold like a gilded icon. What happened to you, Kaz? What happened to your brother? It doesn't matter. Tell me, please. Tell her, said a voice inside him. Tell her everything. But he didn't know how or where to begin, and why should he? So she could find a way to absolve him of his crimes? He didn't want her pity. He didn't want to explain himself. He just needed to find a way to let her go. You want to know what Pekka did to me? His voice was a snarl, reverberating off the tiles. How about I tell you when I, what I did when I found the woman who pretended to be his wife, the daughter who pretended to be his daughter, or how about I tell you what happened to the boy who lured us in the first night with his mechanical toy dogs? That's a good one. His name was Philip. I found him running a Monte game on Kelstrat. I tortured him for two days and left him bleeding in an alley. The key to a wind-up dog shoved down his throat. Kaz saw Inez flinch. He ignored the sting in his heart. That's right, he went on. The clerks at the bank who turned over our information. The fake attorney. The man who gave me free hot chocolate at Hertzroon's fake office. I destroyed them all, one by one, brick by brick. And Rollins will be the last. These things won't wash away with prayer, Wraith. There is no peace waiting for me, no forgiveness, not in this life, not in the next. Inez shook her head. How could she still look at him with kindness in her eyes? You don't ask for forgiveness, Kaz. You earn it. Is that what you intend to do? By hunting slavers? By hunting slavers, by rooting out the merchers and barrel bosses who profit off of them, by being something more than just the next Pekka Rollins. It was impossible. There was nothing more. He could see the truth even if she couldn't. Inej was stronger than he ever would be. She'd keep her faith, her goodness, even when the world tried to take it from her with greedy hands. 
His eyes scanned her face as they always had, closely, hungrily, snatching at the details of her like the thief he was, the even set of her dark brows, the rich brown of her eyes, the upward tilt of her lips. He didn't deserve peace, and he didn't deserve forgiveness. But if he was going to die today, maybe the one thing he'd earned was the memory of her, brighter than anything he would ever have a right to, to take with him to the other side. Kaz strode past Inej, took his discarded gloves from the sink, pulled them on. He shrugged into his coat, straightened his tie in the mirror, tucked his cane under his arm. He might as well go to meet his death in style. When he turned back to her, he was ready. Whatever happens to me, survive this city. Get your ship. Have your vengeance. Carve your name into their bones. But survive this mess I've gotten us into. Don't do this, Inej said. If I don't, it's all over. There's no way out. There's no reward. There's nothing left. Nothing, she repeated. Look for Dunyasha's tells. What? A fighter always has a tell, a sign of an old injury, a dropped shoulder when they're about to throw a punch. Do I have a tell? You square your shoulders before you start a move as if you're about to perform, like you're waiting for the audience's attention. She looked slightly affronted at that. And what's yours? Kaz thought of the movement on Valgaluk that had nearly cost him everything. I'm a cripple. That's my tell. No one's ever smart enough to look for the others. Don't go to the slat, Kaz. Let us find another way. Step aside, Ray. Kaz! If you ever cared about me at all, don't follow. He pushed past her and strode from the room. He couldn't think of what might be, of what there was to lose. And Inej was wrong about one thing. He knew exactly what he intended to leave behind when he was done. Damage. Damage. End scene. So, there was a lot in there, but it was, like, I loved it. Like, I really loved that entire thing. Like, that's why, like... I read over that probably like four times and I couldn't find places to delete things. Like I just didn't want to, to. shorten it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to delete. Sorry. Wrong word. To sh- <laughs> yeah. Delete Lee's writing. Yeah. No, not going to gonna ever yeah. do that to shorten it. But it was just, I see, I just think about when Lee was talk telling us how like that was one of her hardest ones. And I kind of can see, see why, because of these two characters and it's like, it really is their first like intimacy. If, Right? Right. Yeah. I mean, the first time that they were like intimate at all. Yeah. And it's not your normal intimacy. It's, but it's theirs. And that's what I think is like so beautiful because it is totally a Nezh and Kaz. Yes. It's how they can be intimate with each other. And no one else would get that except for them. And it's just, I just think it's beautifully written and such a, such a powerful scene as well. It is. So. Yeah, so that's the end of my chapter, girl. All right, so chapter 27. Now we are following Inej. Ooh. The first line is, she followed him anyway. Of course she did. Of course she did. She ain't gonna listen. No, and of course she is also offended by his statement, if you ever cared about me at all. Like, are you for real about that? Because there have been numerous times where she could have left and she didn't. Mm -hmm. So mm -mm, don't you even come at me with that. So a quote I like that she says is, so he wasn't fit for a normal life. Was she meant to co- to find a kind-hearted husband, have his children, then sharpen her knives after they'd gone to sleep? How would she explain the nightmare she still had from the, the, from the menagerie or the blood on her hands? End quote. I like that quote because so often when we look at like prospective partners to be this like magical being, like ready for a yeah. relationship, 
but often we fail to see the reality like in ourselves, like this other person, I want to be with them, but God, they're so messed up. Okay. But yeah, so am I. Right. <laughs> so Absolutely. we need to understand that as I, I don't know. I just like that. Yeah. Really often in um, books and, and things like that, typically you don't find something like that real. So I just really, I well, appreciated that. It's true. It is. Um, and she's, you know, expressed multiple times that she knows that she's broken too. Uh, so she's following along the rooftops after him and they're getting closer to the slat. He picked the locks on his own window and went in <laughs> with her going through another window and then waiting in the shadows. The dregs are all downstairs hooting and hollering, except hooting. for a few. <laughs> Annika, Roder, Keegan, Pem, oh. who are hanging back. Those are like the young ones that he just kind of um, recruited recently. Yeah. They're looking around like, Ugh, gross. Ew. Yeah. Grungy. Inej thinks that they're probably Kaz's only hope. Prohaskel comes out to the landing like a king and everyone cheers and talking about that reward. Of course. Then Kaz like pops out. Appears in like a clean, crisp coat and simply said, old man, mm. which made everyone look up and go silent. After a few words between he and Pearl Haskell, he says, this is my gang and I'm done taking orders. Everyone loses their minds <laughs> and just starts going after him because of the reward. Yeah. Kaz is getting the absolute crap beaten out of him. Like he yeah. is getting beaten to a pulp. Inez is freaking out, watching all this, of course. So she has her knives in her hand, and she's like, I'm going to go in there. But Kaz looks her dead in the eyes. Like, he's yeah. known that she was there the whole time, of course. Like, we yeah. all know that Inez is going to follow him. Exactly. But she ca- he catches her eyes and shakes his head, no. Like, don't. He keeps trying to get up, like, fight against everybody, but they keep just pushing him down. He finally gets a hold of Gorka's foot and, like, twists it and, like, breaks it, like, super grossly, which yeah. just... Ugh. And then he just lo- he just looks at him and says, I recommend a cane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. Well, <laughs> Kaz is a, a, it's a good line from Kaz. It is. <laughs> Haskell tells them not to kill him. Because remember that reward. But they're all like just seeing red at this moment. And they're just going after him. Uh, Milo is going after him with a knife. And after missing a few times... Kaz grabs his hand and shoves the knife up Milo's windpipe. Ow. Yeah. Gruesome. Uh, that is. Then Beetle goes after Kaz, and Kaz shoves his head into the banister, then gets up and he's like, who's next? Who's coming? This is what I do all day long. I fight. When was the last time you saw Per Haskell take a punch? Lead a job. Hell, when was the last time you saw him get out of bed before noon? And everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, Ooh. maybe. Mm-hmm. Haskell has some more word, choice words for him, including talking about the kidnapping of Vanek's son and wife, which, of course, Kaz corrects. And Haskell says, I didn't ask for this trouble, boy. And that leads us to our scene, Ooh. which is going to end out the chapter as well. Yeah. And I think it's correct to say that I'm going to be playing an ensemble of yes. characters. And you're going to be playing Kaz because you just love you're so good at playing Kaz. Oh. Well, thanks. It's probably because we're a lot alike. Yeah, but you do so good at it. So that's why. If I'm... you could, if like Nina and Kaz had a baby, then like that would be me. Hey, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you never know. I mean, but we do have Nina with Matthias, so there is that one little glitch. 
right there. Okay, so um, yeah, let's do this. So, do scene two, curtain up. You wanted everything else I brought to your door, Haskell. You'd still be running the same penny-poor cons and drinking watered-down whiskey if it wasn't for me. These walls would be falling down around your head. You've taken every bit of money and luck I've handed you. You ate up the profits from Fifth Harbor and the Crow Club like it was your due. Let me do your fighting and your dirty work. His gaze tracked slowly over the dregs below. You all benefited. You reaped the rewards. But first chance you get, you're ready to cozy up to Pekka Rollins for the pleasure of fitting me for a noose. Another uneasy rustle from the onlookers. But I'm not angry. There had to be 20 dregs looking up at Kaz, all of them armed, and yet Inej could have sworn she sensed their relief. Then she understood. The fight was just the opening act. They knew Kaz was tough. They didn't need to need him to prove it. This was about what Kaz needed. To attempt to a coup against Per Haskell, he would have had to seek out the dregs individually, wasting time and risking capture on the streets of the barrel. Now he had an audience and Per Haskell had been happy to welcome one and all. A bit of entertainment, the dramatic end of Kaz Brecker, the humbling of dirty hands. But this was no cheap comedy. It was a bloody rite, and Per Haskell had let the congregation gather, never realizing that the real performance had yet to begin. Kaz stood upon his pulpit, wounded, bruised, and ready to preach. I'm not angry, Kaz said again. Not about that. But you know what makes me mad? What really gets me riled? Seeing a crow taking orders from a dime lion. Watching you parade around after Pekka Rollins like it's something to be proud of. One of the deadliest gangs in the barrel bending like a bunch of new lilies. Rollins has power, boy, said Per Haskell. Resources. Lecture me when you've been around a few more years. It's my job to protect this gang, and that's what I did. I kept them safe for your recklessness. You think you're safe because you rolled over for Pekka Rollins? You think he'll be happy to honor his truce? That he won't get hungry for what you've got? Does that sound like Pekka Rollins to you? Hell no, said Anika. Who do you want standing in that doorway when the lion gets hungry? A crow or a washed-up rooster who squawks and struts, then sides with a dime lion and some dirty merch against one of his own? From above, Inej could see the people nearest Per Haskell leaning slightly away from him now. A few were taking long looks at him, at the feather in his hat, at the walking sticks in his hands. Kaz's cane that they'd seen wielded with such bloody precision and the fake crow cane Haskell had contrived to mock him. In the barrel, we don't trade in safety, Kaz said, the abraded burn of his voice carrying over the crowd. There's only strength and weakness. You don't ask for respect, you earn it. You don't ask for forgiveness, you earn it. He'd stolen her line. She almost smiled. I'm not your friend, he said. I'm not your father. I'm not going to offer you whiskey or clap you on the back and call you son. But I'll keep money in our coffers. I'll keep our enemies scared enough that they'll scurry when they see that tattoo on your arm. So who do you want in that doorway when Pekka Rollins comes to call? The silence swelled, a tick feeding on the prospect of violence. Well, Per Haskell blustered, thrusting his chest out. Answer him. You want your rightful leader or some jumped-up cripple who can't even walk straight? I may not walk straight, said Kaz, but at least I don't run from a fight. He started down the steps. 
Varian had risen from the floor after his fall. Though he didn't look entirely steady on his feet, he moved toward the stairs, and Inej had to respect his loyalty to Haskell. Pym pushed off from the wall and blocked Varian's path. You're through, he said. Get Rollins's men, per Haskell commanded Varian. Raise the alarm! But Annika drew a long knife and stepped in front of the entry door. You a dime lion, she asked, or are you dregs? Slowly, his limp pronounced but his back straight, Kaz made his way down the final flight of stairs, leaning heavily on the banister. When he reached the bottom, the remaining crowd parted. Haskell's grizzled face was red with fear and indignation. You'll never last, boy. Takes more than what you've got to get past Pekka Rollins. Kaz snatched his cane from Per Haskell's hand. You've got two minutes to get out of my house, old man. This city's price is blood, said Kaz, and I'm happy to pay with yours. End scene. Kaz is getting his groove back. Yeah. Those are two dramatic scenes we had. They were. That's why we did them. <laughs> yeah. There was just a lot in there, and I, they're just they're so we good. We didn't know what his plan was, and it was a little messy, to be completely honest. Yeah, there's a lot of chance to it. Yeah, but I... I liked it because it was like we're we're on an upturn here. Like we like all hope was lost. Yeah. And now we're on like a little bit of an upturn because he went back and was like, dude, well, especially, get out of my house. Well, when you read like when he's like when Kaz is getting beaten up, yeah. like it really like it. I, f- I felt like he was going to die. Like I it just like he was like I knew he wasn't. But like it's just like he can't. He's the main. He's one of our main characters. Right. But like not yet. It was really harsh. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, um, how are we getting out of this? Yeah, I know. So that was a That's lot. It. Woohoo! End of the chapter. Yay! Woo. What a fun episode. It was fun. It's Halloween season. So it is that time for Grishikas News. <laughs> yep. That's it. So, we actually got some Grishacast news. Ooh. I mean, but probably you guys know it. The Istori Sanctia comes out on Tuesday. Yay! What, what? I'm so excited. Uh-huh. I am. So, I know it's called The Lives of Saints, but I'm going to... The entire... Yeah. I'm just calling it the Istori Sanctia because, Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. And I can't... Absolutely. I mean, I wish it said that on the cover. It doesn't say that. Did you know that? Like, it just says The Lives of Saints. No. Which I'm happy about. Like, I mean, obviously. But I wish it just said, like, I don't know. Anyways, oh. it's Story Sanctia. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to keep calling it. But I'm so excited. It's going to be something new that we're going to dive into. And uh, we're going to get... I'm actually... I started rereading Language of Thorns, which is the fairy tales, just to get... Because I remember her saying that there was going to be some, like, parts, I guess, of that that would be in this book, too, combined with all the other writings. But I just didn't think Language of Thorns would... I thought that was, like... I seriously thought that would just be its own fairy tale and that it wouldn't have a lot to connect to, but mm. it really, it's kind of neat how she's bringing in to a lot of things. There is, I'm not going to spoil it for you, so <laughs> I got to stop talking because uh, I'm just going to We'll spoil. get there. I know. So I do, we do have um, some listener thank yous. We do. So um, on Instagram, I'd like to thank Elizabeth at Miss Elizabeth Writes and then Kate at Lady Katerina and I'm not telling I'm not doing the whole names because some of I don't want to butcher your name so you know who you are on Instagram thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much 
And then we had another one, right? We S- do. Someone very special. Yes, we wanted to give a very, very, very special, super special shout out to Sally Beth Daniels. Woohoo! Thanks, girl. We love you. And you thank know you why for your we support. Lo- we know you know why we love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, it has been a fantastic podcast. It Be- has. It. My headdress didn't fall. We didn't strip off our costumes because they're irritating. Yeah, it's actually cooled <laughs> off in here. Yes. Finally, it is actually the temperature I would have liked it to be when we started, <laughs> and it's ending. But that's okay. It's all right. Hey. We'll try to. We're, we need to take pictures and put it up on Instagram. So yeah. So look for that on Instagram too. But definitely check us out on YouTube. Yeah, because watch we had, me eat a waffle. Watch her eat a waffle. <laughs> watch my crooked sun headdress that <laughs> it just keeps falling to the right. <laughs> at least it's like actually staying stable. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Pretty impressed with it. <laughs> um, and then, guess what, y'all? Next week, I know you enjoy reading. You can keep reading. Probably none of you are even... You probably are reading at your own pace um, because trying to probably read two chapters and then stop is probably pretty gruesome <laughs> for you guys. I know it would be for me. Um, I'm doing it. But next week, we have a very special episode. It is our one-year one <laughs> anniversary. Yay! That means we've been on the air for one year, which is a whole so year. which is so crazy. So we're gonna have a special episode. It's not gonna be we're not gonna be covering any reading. Um, we're just gonna have some fun with you guys, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. We've got some special things for you, and yeah, it's just gonna be a special episode. We're gonna figure it out. So, <laughs> um, anyways, tune in. And it's going to be a fun episode. It will be. So It's not like the 90s special episode where you're going to learn not to do drugs or anything like that. Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's going to be fun. No, it's really <laughs> going to be fun. There's like some really funny stuff that we've put together for it. It's going to be entertaining. And um, you guys will enjoy it. Because you know what? Hopefully you will. We enjoy putting it together. Mm-hmm. So that's we just hope that you enjoy it as well. And hey, it's called a Grishaversary. 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 So, okay. Well, you all... Enjoy this wonderful weather and the beginning of fall and autumn and October. It's so exciting. Such a great season. It is. It is. And we actually, I think for the first time in many, 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 many years, actually are having an autumn. I know. It's actually started. I'm so excited. It's cold. Like, I like how chilly it is. This time last year was 97 degrees. Yeah. So I am so excited. Oh, the leaves are starting oh, to change oh. and you're eating your hair. I am. And it's and not it's tasty. lovely outside. Oh, girl. <laughs> this hair. God. It looks good on you, though. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I didn't notice, but like, this is really wonky. <laughs> like, am I missing? I think I'm missing a spike over on this side. <laughs> like, do you see how I've got one yep. all the way over here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this... I spent all week on the headdress. So. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, you look gorgeous, Nina. Thank so, you. Check us out on YouTube um, if you want to see us in our lovely shenanigans and Nina eating all some waffles. All month long. We're yeah. Be because different characters every week. Exactly. And tune in because we've got some special ones for you. We really do. Very special ones. So. And if you are going to dress up like anyone in the Grishaverse, then definitely share that with us, too, if you're going to be someone in the Grishaverse for Halloween or just for random cosplay because it's freaking fun. Yeah. Definitely share that with us. Yeah. We will post it on YouTube and show it um, during the video and we would love to share that. So yeah. please send it, send it your, our way because obviously we are learning. 
We so are. We could use some tips, y'all. Yes. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> so, well, it's been wonderful. You all have a great week. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at GrishaCast. And Facebook at GrishaCast. A special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26.